Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On this show, we're getting to your most taboo sex questions. How do you get your partner on board with your freakiest fetish? Tips for turning your swinging dreams into a reality. And what to do when your partner won't go down. All this and more. Thanks for listening. You know what's so great about sex toys? They don't get jealous. They just want you to feel good. Even if it means they sit one out while you try something new. Well, I was recently introduced to that something new, the rabbit company Leon Vibrator. I'm here to tell you that this little palm-sized beauty is simply awesome. It's made for external use and features two ears that are perfectly positioned for clitoral stimulation. The whole piece is gently curved to match a woman's natural contour, so it can literally lay on you, as the name suggests. But its ergonomic shape feels so good to hold and move around, you'll find endless different sensations by changing the Leon's positions. It's whisper quiet and has six vibration patterns. But my favorite feature? The rabbit company keeps the motion in the ears, not the handle. No more numb hands from the transfer of vibration. It's really amazing. Like all rabbit company products, the Leon is 100% body safe, features easy to use controls, and has a five-year warranty. To order your Leon, visit therabbitcompany.com or click the rabbit company banner on my website. Hey, why not? Lay it on today. into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. God, there's so much to do there. It just makes my head spin in a good way. Spinning. Spinning. Head spinning. What up, Anderson? What up, Em? Hi, lovey. Um, go to our website, subscribe. I can't emphasize this enough that subscribing to the podcast is actually makes your life easier because mm-hmm. you don't miss a show. And what I just learned from Anderson is that when you subscribe, you actually can stop and start the show. If you get interrupted, you can go back to the point that you left off yeah, rather than having keeps to go, your place. Keeps your place. That's mm-hmm. a great. It's like a bookmark. Right. It allows you to bookmark. Yes. Um, otherwise, it doesn't. And also, um, yeah. And you, we get to we do two a week. You get them in your inbox or wherever you listen. You can also now download them on Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, all that stuff. Um, and also, uh, thank you all for subscribing and also, yeah, for uh, following us um, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, everything, everything, everything. We love that. And subscribing to the newsletter. When you uh, put in your email, we send you newsletters and people like love our newsletters. And we also give you tips and discounts. So if you miss stuff going on on the website, because you know we put out stuff every day, you might want to read something. If you don't have time to listen, we've got tips and tricks and all that. So Every day, every moment of every day, pretty much, Emily's thinking about your sex health. I am. More than my own. Mm-hmm. Um because I'm a giver like that. Mm-hmm. So also you can shop with Emily because I always talk about toys Crack a lot. Crack a bottle of wine, sit down on the computer and go like, shopping with Do them. some shopping yeah. and all the toys that I love, you can be like, oh, this is the womanizer. You know what I like about. to do? Get blackout drunk and order stuff and then like three days later when it arrives, I'm like, ah, I don't I've remember. I've done that before. It's like a gift for myself. Now, I don't blackout, but I'll be buzzed. I'm kind of joking with the blackout. Kind of. Oh, kind of you're not joking. Because uh, you do get blackout. There's nothing better than like ordering, having the balls to order something when you're really hammered, and then it comes and it's like a little gift from yourself, and you don't remember what it is. <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh, thanks, Anderson. That happens to me. I'll be like, 
oh my God, what's what I ordered from Amazon? Yeah. I don't remember. It's great. And rarely do you open it up and go, ah, shit, I don't want this. Not it's almost not. always like, ah, oh, thank God I thought this was a good idea. Then. Or I already have this. Yeah. That happens. Oh, really? Um, you're like, I already have this zebra striped dildo. I don't need this one. <laughs> I don't order dildos. Luckily, that's one of the perks of my job of getting a lot of dildos. Yeah, you don't have to order anything. Uh, it's true. Um, we've also had some great shows lately, Relationship Recovery. Remember we did How to Survive a Breakup? Yes. We had facts about breakups, who does the, uh, who does the dumping more often, men or women, mm-hmm. all this stuff, digital, why you should take a digital detox. So if you're going through a breakup, that show will help you. Um, and yeah, also, I want to see you all in New York because the she. <laughs> Sexual Health Expo is coming up again in New York. It's September 24th and 25th in Brooklyn. I will be there for the two days. Um, it's the leading sex experts from around the world teaching really cool workshops about the things that you care about, like how to give a better blowjob or how to have an open relationship or how to talk to your partner about sex. Plus, you'll see all the, you know, I'm always talking about cool new products. Well, they'll all be on display there. So and it's actually like. You're going to have a big table. It'll be, it's not my table. Well, I will have a table. I have a booth so you know where to find me, but there'll be lots of different booths. So you'll be represented with your own little booth. Dude, and you're I have represent. like a banner. I got a banner. Got to yeah. have the sex a with big, Emily banner. The whole thing. Uh-huh. And I want to shake hands, take pictures. I want to hug you. Kisses for a dollar. You know what's interesting mm. is that people say, like, they'll email me. They're like, oh, I saw you, but I didn't want to say hi. Yeah. Like, I'm always like, please. Like, whenever I, because we're sitting here in a room, like, I don't, I know, like, a Emily's lot of people Emily's very listen. approachable. I am. Yeah, she would love to hear from you. I like how, whenever I have, no, I'm going to get, everyone's going to be like, no, but I do. I like, oh my God, how'd you hear about it? I love it. Let's hug. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah, have no a group one, hug. No one comes up and says hi to me. I, yeah? I used to see on Twitter a lot of time, people would be like, oh, I saw Anderson here. Because well, you're like, kind of, yeah, people, you see me. I'm like, fine with that. <laughs> Stay away. Dude, yeah, I know. But see, I love, I, it's not like it happens to me like everywhere I go, but when someone's like, oh, you, I'm like, yes, oh my God, how do you listen? Because I still am always like, wow, how do you. You won't be disappointed if you see him in public. We'll or if pictures. you see her at She, go up and uh, you'll, you'll be uh, very uh, relieved to find out that she's the exact person you hear on the show. Right. Yeah. You it's really just, I'm really not any different. No, I should be not. kind of, try to be some kind of different no, persona, but I don't do have that. one. And I also want to see, right, I wouldn't don't even know how, shit. at this point in life, I wouldn't know how, but I got to say last year at She in New York, she. it was actually like, I was so blown away by how many, more even so than the one in LA, I had so many listeners show up and it would just made, that's what I remember most. So. All the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see you there. Oh, thanks so much. Okay. Um, it's a lot. So now. Without you, it'd be nothing. It's true. It's kind of true. It's absolutely true. If people true. did not listen to this show, I literally you would, would be. You would be. What would you do? Well, my parents, you know, as you, you've heard me say, they were all like Lawyer? plan B. Well, I did take the LSAT. You just sell plan B? Like over the counter? I take plan B. No, but my parents Pharmacist? were like, or my mom was like, what? Because sex with them. What is your plan B? You've never had a plan B. Okay, but I'm putting your feet to the fire. You, this falls apart. Sex becomes illegal to talk about. There's no revolution to, to join. What are you going to do to make ends meet? Right now. I'm a somatic sex therapist. No, sex is off the table. No sex. Madison weighed in with a... Thanks. No, because I am studying somatica training. Right, I'm doing a training. Somatica? Of, yeah. I'm going to San Francisco to do this somatica? training. I can't get into it now. But it's a whole thing. I'm learning so much. Celeste and Danielle.com. They've been on the show. And it's called Somatic Institute. And it's mm. literally... I haven't talked to you about this yet. No. I talked about it with Menace. Sorry. Mm. I know you have a thing with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I've i been learning. I It's really... It's, it's the most fascinating training right. I've done. And I've learned a lot about myself and a way to help others about... It's all about getting it's about more... What? It's about communicating with your partner uh-huh. around sex. But like in Whoa. a really smart way. Okay. In fact, that leads mm. me into my next... My maybe, Sex in the News article. What? you didn't hear the, the part where sex was off the table. You'd have to oh. do something... Sorry, that was Madison putting brain things in my head. Bus I would driver. be, I would think I would do something. Professional crafty. golfer? No. Crafty. Uh huh. 
like lead craft workshops like at Michael's? No, I love making things. <laughs> Scrapbooking with Emily. No, I, what would I do? I think I would be a tour guide, travel on the world. Okay. On a bike. I, I do like that. bike trips yeah. and I would do something athletic and I would lead bike tours around the world. Well, I could see that. I just, that's my thing. Like through Athens. Yeah. Yeah, I could see Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Because I like being She's active. energetic. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fun. Mm-hmm. I can learn things. I can tell she, you where to go. Her voice projects. Yeah, okay. <laughs> You'd never lose me in a crowd. So funny, Madison though said somatica because I've got my sex in the news ties right into this. Okay. The secret to being good at sex. So there was a study that came out and it totally spoke to me because and this is what the scientist says is there's no such thing as someone who is good at sex. Okay. Says the um, scientist who well, probably doesn't have much sex. Well, here's the thing. The constant demand for sex advice evidences the very human desire to feel sexually confident and capable. I would be out of work riding bikes in Australia. But no one wants to be dumb at sex. What an embarrassing area of life to know nothing about, which is why people always want to know more about it. But people also, this is why people don't communicate about what they like or want to know about because they don't want to look stupid. Um, So, but the thing is about the, I could give you advice till the cows come home, which I do, but it's all about the person. So beyond the basic anatomy of knowing like what goes where, the best thing you can do to listen is to listen to your partner. Because what really drives sexual satisfaction is the rapport between two people. So in this study, they found that the rate of orgasm and enjoyment increased dramatically between the first hookup and subsequent encounters with women, which means that partner-specific learning plays a role. Well, because you guys are so different. Yeah, we're so different. And we know that it's awkward at the beginning, but... It's all about like, because we feel safer and we can communicate to our partner about what we like. So use your words and talk about and communicate. This is what the study is about is that like, it reinforces like good behavior and like knowing your partner, like knowing what you're, knowing what you like, Mm -hmm. like being good at sex means that you're paying attention to your partner and that you're knowing how to communicate. And I can tell you this all like, you got to communicate. You got to talk about it. And people are like, I don't understand how to do it. But like, that is really what it comes down to. Pay attention to Say to your partner, like if they, if you don't like what they're doing, tell them if you like it, say, I like that. I like when you do that. Like let them know they're in the moment. That feels good. I always say like, if they're moaning that, you know, pay attention, but really just words, like that's a universal thing. Like that felt good. And I think that none of us want to feel the point of the study is that we, not a lot of us don't want to feel bad at sex. So we don't want to talk about it. Cause we're like, what if I don't know things? But the truth is the more you talk about it, the more confident you'll feel and the better sex you will have. And the reason why this relates is because the thing about the somatica training I'm doing is just this really fascinating way to learn. If you're like, yeah, I get it. I'm leaving my partner. And I, we've never talked about it. We've been together 20 years. I'm not doing it. This wow. somatica. Who are you imitating? I don't know. Anyone, everyone who's like, I can't talk about it. it. It teaches you like, it's a really, it's a really dynamic way that will work for any couple. And I, I can't wait to share it all with you and teach you all how to you have better sex. You oh yeah. For, for rizzles. For rizzles. So, um, <laughs> you just turned into a, a rapper. <laughs> you never know what I'm going to whip out. <laughs> She's from Michigan. I'm from Michigan. Can I have some, um, cream, uh, half and half in my decaf? Some okay. Fago? We're going to, hey. um, <gasps> Uh, you guys, you know how, how easy you guys have it for the, for the ladies anyways, for the most part. Like if guys came with instruction manuals, like you'd read it the first or second guy and then you just, you wouldn't even open the manual anymore. You wouldn't look at the instructions. 
if girls came with instruction manuals, the first thing you do is you got to flatten them out on the table and really, you know, figure out how these things work because every single one of you is different. Every single one. Yeah. So I feel bad for guys because you're never like, I got it. Yeah, exactly. I'm great sex. But so it makes it adventurous and kind of fun. Like, oh, this works and that doesn't work and it used to work on that. And, but uh, at the same time, it's always like a guessing game. It is. But it's guessing, but it's also paying attention game. So oh, if yeah. you're a guy and you're with a new partner... All the information's there. You can ask her. You can talk about it. Like it's not like you got to go on your own, like spelunking and hope you hit it right. You can like ask. Really? Cave diving. That's the. That's bad, metaphor right? Metaphor you used. I don't know. Cave diving. And guys, you say like we're on like vagina. Thing. Mm-hmm. That's how you said that. You know what I'm saying? You're not alone in this, guys. You no. just You got to ask questions. You got to talk. Talk. Pay, talk. Talk. You got to pay attention. Because you you have to get it, M. That uh, you know, some people are just not comfortable talking about sex, no matter how comfortable they are with their partner. That's just sometimes it. I don't know what what the emotion is, but it feels. It just doesn't feel natural for a lot of couples to right. talk about. But how does it feel like not having sex anymore because the sex because you're not attracted to each other? But you can agree that you can learn things without verbalizing too, right? True. Yeah. You can. It's great if you can verbalize. You have a kind of relationship, but if you can't, you're not you mean dead like- in the water. Like just like moaning or snapping your fingers or something. Just like paying attention. Waving. Learning sign language. Paying attention is yeah. true. Um, but I believe that everybody can learn whatever your communication style is, that it's imperative to great sex. Right. And um, that's being good at sex means that you are good at communicating. I'm excited to learn uh, your I'm gonna secrets, do little, your trade secrets yeah, that you're I'm, going to school for. I right know. Now. I'm just waiting. So everyone's got to keep listening because uh, you're going to blow your mind. But first we're going to get a little, a little bit of... A little bit of... I'm, I'm sober. It's really hot. Um, I'm going <laughs> to give a shout out to the sponsors um, because thank you for supporting them and supporting the show. And we'll be right back. By now, you all know me pretty well. You know I love new experiences, but I have my favorite things that I always come back to because I know I can trust them. I can't think of a better example than the magic wand. If you've been listening, you might remember that I actually had a hole drilled in my nightstand, so my magic wand was always plugged in and ready right when I needed it. That's a pretty big commitment. And I thought it was pretty ingenious. But anyway, before you go destroying your furniture, consider this. The Trusted Magic Wand is now available in a rechargeable version, delivering all that power of the original plus the mobility of a completely cordless design. The Magic Wand Rechargeable also features four intensity levels and four great vibration patterns. For more than 30 years, a trusted Magic Wand from Vibrotex has been just about everyone's go-to massager, from its perfect size to the high-quality construction and materials. It's no wonder why the Magic Wand is considered the Cadillac of all vibrators. If you don't own one yet, don't live without the Magic Wand another day. And if you do own one, you need to try the Rechargeable. Go to sexwithemily.com and click on the Magic Wand banner to order yours. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening to the show. We're on to your emails. Thank you for emailing me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. I feel like singing. I don't know why. Sex with Emily. You can also leave a message now on our voicemail. 818-ASK-SWE1. That's Sex with Emily 1. Or 818-275-7931. We got some ground rules about that. You can read all about them on the website. Ground rules? What are the ground rules? The ground rules. Ready? Don't say hello. Keep your message to about one minute. Nice. Please don't include your last name or the names of anyone you're talking about. Nice. And please do tell us your age, where you're calling from. Right. And just like with our emails here, tell us your age, uh, name. You can make up a name. We don't care. But where you live, how old you are, how you listen. All good stuff. That's helpful. Yes. Okay. And we, we can paint a picture. Right. Helps yeah. us. Like, yeah. does. It really does. Okay. Hi, Emily. First, good day from down under. Mm-hmm. Good day, mate. I have been a 
avid listener of your podcast for the past six months and I've greatly appreciated your advice and fun approach to all things sex. I've been with my girlfriend for six years and we are still as madly in love today as we were when we first met. Mm -hmm. She's 27, I'm 31. We have amazing sex and still manage to find ways to spice things up. I'm emailing you for help regarding my fetish. Ever since I can remember, I've been obsessed with stockings. Something about a pair of thigh-high stockings or socks and my brain into overload. The problem is my partner feels uncomfortable wearing them because she says she feels cheap and tacky. And it's hot in Australia. She has put, not all the time. She has put them on for me twice because she knows how much this means to me. However, both times she looked so shy and unhappy, which resulted in me feeling horrible for her once our playtime was finished. I told her she looked sexy in them and she assured me she, and I assured her she looked amazing and not cheap, but I don't know what to do. Obviously, this isn't a deal breaker in any way. However, if I could help her feel comfortable in a pair of stockings or knee-high socks once a month, I know I'd be an even happier man than I already am. Any ideas or tips how to help me and her in the leggy department? Cheers, James. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Um, Do well, they have classy ones? Like a little well, doilies that's what I was going to say. Well, doilies. If, whatever is classy means to you. But I love that James, um, James, I love that you're able to express to her what you need like I love that you're not repressing it and you're expressing it and I totally get uh being in her position as well because she might feel like it has nothing to do with her in a way like here's my fetish you put these on so right. she might feel very disconnected from the experiences and she's just kind of obliging so what I think is like what if you took her shopping to like an upscale like department store or something and you guys or wherever and she picked them out herself and she picked them out you tried them on and you know you guys went together and then you made it part of the experience uh, what I hate to say this too you, don't think but it's you ladies know like if they got some expensive ones like $60 stockings that might make her feel classy that's what I'm saying James right yeah more expensive a little more money out of your pocket there, James, but uh, it's that worth might it. work. Sounds like if it's a fetish, like you kind of require it. It's I not get gonna it. Go away. I dig that look. I like yeah. the, the short skirts with the actually. You know what? The Asian Tell me. Japanese uh, a couple years ago. I think it was a Green Day album. I was hearing about. There was a new Green Day album coming out. You know that wannabe punk rock band. Uh huh. And their their uh, <laughs> ad campaign in Japan was uh, really <laughs> inventive. They they were paying Japanese girls, essentially schoolgirls. It's kind of how it goes. Uh, to wear the high thigh, the, the high, the th- thigh, knee highs. thigh highs, thigh highs, or knee and highs. the short, the short skirts, and that little p- piece of like leg that you can see that a lot of guys are into. They're they're putting like a temporary tattoo right there of the new Green Day album <sighs> and that release date. Kind of smart. And dudes were looking right there, like your oh, eyes are yeah. drawn there. That's really smart, actually. Yeah. Um, I should tattoo some stuff there. No, I think it's hot. I personally find that that's a sexy look too. I don't understand why, but I totally agree. What, yeah. Is it a schoolgirl thing? Is it I just, don't think, just I never leg? had a schoolgirl thing. It's just so it's something. Just the peaking of like just enough. The little peaking, yeah, it's weird. It's Every a, it's guy, a weird I thing. swear to God, I've never been the Way guy who wasn't into that. Sexier than like uh, a girl wearing a bikini. You know what I mean? To me, like I could see the entire leg there, but it's not as sexy if right. it was like ninety percent covered. I totally agree. So I, I mean, so here's the thing. I think that like, and also like American Apparel. I don't know if you have that in the UK, but. Like, whatever her style is, like, maybe oh, the ones that you picked out, you know, maybe they have, like, a weird seam in it she's not into. So, seam. again, seam. Like, they have the ones with oh, the seam. seam in it. Seam in. What? Not everything's maybe they have weird seam maybe the, maybe the thigh eyes you're trying to get her to put on or old thighs you've used on other girls. With yeah, that's the other thing. Weird semen on them. 
Well, I'm just saying there's like everyone sells thigh highs and knee highs now, like a lot of like Urban Outfitter. Again, I think I your advice is spot on. Right. You so take her to take maybe get her, get her something get else. Get her bra too. Yeah. Some panties, whatever she wants. Something that matches. Right. And then you guys do it together. She walks around in heels. She feels good. Whatever it is. And that's how I think you can make it happen. Make her feel sexy about it, picking it out with you. Okay. And we say, you that. know what? You're lucky that it's, uh, my, my fetish isn't like beer can insertion because uh, we're down here in Australia and fosters are really large and that would hurt. Yeah. So lucky it's just, you know, thigh highs. True. Even though they don't drink fosters in Australia, evidently they no, hate it. They don't, but yeah. that's where it's but from. But they're big ass cans. So what are you saying? He should stick if his, if, if, if his just fetish like, was like putting beer cans oh, inside of her, we would, that would be a problem. Yeah, for don't her. put anything inside her that is not, not approved. Yeah. Like uh, fosters are big is what I was saying. Uh, got it. Funny joke there, Em. You missed it. It's hilarious if I say so myself. <laughs> As long as you're laughing, I got it. I just worry about the vagina and the beer can. That's all I could think about. Like, okay. Yeah, make sure that Let's it's uh, move not into, open. Let's um, the next one. Email. Hi, Emily. My girlfriend and I have been dating for a while, and the sex is good, but it's grown into the same routine over time. I'm 51% to blame, of course. The issue today is that I've recently become interested in the two of us swinging with other couples. Nothing I've ever done before, but I've been obsessing and fantasizing about it in my mind so much that I really want to give it a try. It's not that I'm looking to sleep with another woman. That's part of what swinging it is, I know. But the fantasy only works for me as a shared activity with the woman I love. The thought of the two of us spending our intimate time together with the right couple or couples and seeing my love experience pleasure is a huge turn on. For my part, I'm willing to try just about anything once. Her, not so sure. I really want to bring it up, but I love her with all my heart and the thought of shocking her with the suggestion concerns me. Still, fantasies aren't going away. They're only getting stronger. Should I make the suggestion? If so, how should I make the suggestion? After that, I don't have the faintest clue where one goes to meet couples. I'm like changing accents here. With similar interests. Any thoughts you would have would be wonderful. Love the show and never miss. Rich. How old is Rich? Uh, he doesn't say. I feel like that's kind of weigh in heavily right? yeah I don't see this is why I need your age people it does weigh in heavily they've been dating for a while sex is good so that's all I know okay here's the thing though Rich um, I think he's treading on thin ice because what you said is that your sex life has been become routine and you're looking to spice it up with another couple not the right direction mm-hmm. like because I think it's time I mean I'm not saying you can't go there but I think personally that you need to turn towards your girlfriend and work on mixing up that routine first and like Again, communicating with her. Maybe she thinks it's gotten routine. Maybe she does want to swing. So for you just to have the first conversation about sex with her, being like, hey, baby, we should swing. Let me tell you what she's going to think. You hate having sex with me. Mm -hmm. You're no longer attracted to me. And you want to bang the neighbor. So that's what she's going to think. she's probably not going to be that far off. If we're being honest here, I know that he denies it, but... I know. He's like, I just want to see my love with someone else. But let's be honest, it's routine and you want you can't stop fantasizing about another couple. What do you think? Because you're, you're a woman over there. I right? sure am. And you think that you can be turned into a, a swinger if you're a lady? I think all guys naturally you know, lean that way. Yes. Uh, and I do think so. I think that you can open your mind I to think it. If he wants to have this kind of relationship, he needs to go out and find that girl because I don't think there's many of them. And I don't think he can create one. And if he does, I think she's somewhat a victim. I, I don't think Interesting. that she's going to do it willingly. She, the only reason why she would do it is because she wants to keep him and she thinks that's Which her only option. Which is not a good way to do it. Right. It's not a good way to do it just to keep your partner on just like you shouldn't have a baby. Not, not looking at you. Yeah, that's what ladies Anderson do. Is having like, a baby. Hey, you but get some knocked people, up to keep some, the dude around. Get, yeah, just getting knocked up. They have a threesome. Like, same, neither one's going to save your relationship. So 
That's a good question though, Anderson. Like, I don't know if you're like, I've always thought I could see swinging, like if I was, or I could see being in an open relationship. Yeah. But like, I, I asked don't, the wrong girl. You did ask the wrong girl. However, I think that there's a lot of people who are in long-term relationships who are like, you know what? We were together a long time. We were on really solid ground and I never thought I'd be into it, but we went to a party and it was fun. So I think people do change mm-hmm. over time. So I'm not so sure that like once you say no to swinging that you might not be open to it later. However, I feel like that what you're saying here, Rich, is you're not so sure and that if you, if you, that she'd be into it, and again, you think it's routine, she probably thinks it's routine and I would just start saying, babe, I love you. Like, like I would start with like the sex talk. plenty of ways to fix it up and Emily, you come up with ways every episode pretty much on ways to spice up your sex life. Right. Rarely does it involve uh, bringing other people into the relationship and a very wise person once told me, I'm uh, a man who's uh, older than I am and he's got a very successful relationship. He suggests, he told me that the most, why intimacy uh, and and monogamy is so important. The intimate part of a monogamous relationship is because that's you share everything with everybody, but that's the one thing that you only share with that person. It's true, it's sex, and that's that's what keeps the bond so strong over the years. Right, and you immediately lose that if you start bringing in strangers to that part of your your life. Um, that's interesting. Yeah, I think a lot of people feel that way. But as a man, I get it. Like, it, I think I, I I said to you, like the man's ultimate fantasy probably is having sex with a woman every time he thrusts she becomes a different hot woman every single time she becomes you want you know a variety that's what that's what that's how we're we're wired but you find the right woman maybe she's not the right lady for you but i hate the idea of him coercing her down this road if she doesn't want to right and i don't think you guys are there yet there are ladies out there that, that dig it right but I think that first, if you really do love her, you got to, again, you got to turn it towards her, try to work on it first. And then, who knows, maybe her fantasy is the same as yours. I don't know, but it sounds like you're going in the wrong direction here. So, that's what I got to say, Rich. And I am and I don't know about Anderson's right or wrong. Like, it, she might be into it. We don't know yet, because I be. doubt you've been talking to her about it. But, again, that's interesting. I'd love I to mean, hear from some couples. You know what I would love? I'm going to put a little thing out there. If you are in a relationship right now, and you are in an open relationship or swinging, and you're like, God, I never thought I'd be here, but you both are down with it, and you love it, mm-hmm. email me. I want to know. Feedback sexwithelmy.com all right ready mm-hmm. next one mm. uh, about oral sex mm. oh okay what you got more to say to, to Rich I just, do you feel incomplete I mean I look Anderson's I, gonna lose I, sleep so no I'm not gonna talk. lose sleep I just I've you know growing up and having girlfriend I've had the girlfriends that would have you know gone down that road and they have sex with me and their friends to keep the relationship going even though they don't want to and I looking back on that I feel like those girls were victimized by me and I, I feel bad about it you know like I, they didn't want to and, they, I'm and not, then you still dumped them it anyway it wasn't their idea you know it, did they ever come to you and say they regretted it no okay no. I don't know maybe it's like they're great stories like yeah I had a threesome once with yeah, this I could, dude could tell during they're like hey you're some kind of spending some time I, like, why are you cuddling this I just out? I don't like the idea of, of a lot of time, I think women do go way out of their way to please their man. I still think so to too. these day. Yeah, I mean, even the- with all the equality and all these this movement of women's rights and all these the latest movies in Hollywood over the last year and a half have always had they're trending to have strong. Fe- Mad Max was all about a strong woman at the center of it, right? Mm-hmm. But still, I think in relationships they get walked all over. Yeah, a lot of women do, and that's why I hope they listen to the show and know that 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 their sexual pleasure and um, their. Their gonna, needs. They, they need to know what feels good to them and be able to express that and ask for it. And uh, especially with Tinder, I mean, Tinder is just making all these girls like feel like they have to perform like porn stars to compete. 
it's not just Tinder, it's everything. But I, I, I mean, God, I hope that I hope that people, God, tell all your friends to listen to the show. If you like any episode, just send it to them because I think this helps. I don't think that we encourage that at all. And any woman who thinks that 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 doing something that a guy asks you to is going to make them like you more, because if you don't want to, that's not not the way to go. So consensual sex, check in with yourself. I think it's much better to know if you want to do something rather than be forced to do something or. Uh, you know, I just don't. I don't know. I I might be right, but I hope that it. You're a little more li- liberated than most. I think you know the the general population. So, True. oral okay. sex. Okay, dear Emily, um, you're, we're hot. Should we turn the air on again? I'm okay. Okay, we're almost, for the sake of the listener not hearing the air, AC. Yeah, I you guys, we're sweating through. balls here power because through. so you don't have to hear the air. I want to start by saying I've listened to your podcast for five months now, and it's changed my life. I'm someone who's always been a little sexually timid, but through listening to your podcast, I've learned so much about myself, and I've become much more comfortable loving myself. I'm also a fellow U of M Wolverine. Go blue. What? What happened? She's a fellow U of M oh, Wolverine, University the blue of Michigan. Gold. Blue and gold. Yeah. yeah. She said, "Go blue." Hail to the Vic. That's our song. Okay. What's with those little yellow stripes in the football helmets? Yellow. Why? Why? Yellow what? and blue. What is that? But what do you mean? Weird stripes. I don't know. Why I are they always, so weird? Was it supposed to be like a cage on the helmet? I don't, I don't understand. Know. Are we the only ones? Doesn't everyone have stuff in their helmets? It's, it's weird and abstract. I don't like it. That's why we're so good. Why don't you put some Wolverines um, on the Go side? blue. Ready. Okay. I've been with my boyfriend for eight months now. Not only is he very skilled in the bedroom, but we are very much in love and hope to eventually end up together. There's just one problem. He rarely goes down on me. Our sex what life is dick. amazing, but stop. But oral sex has been something I've really enjoyed in the past relationships. And after listening to your podcast and hearing how strongly you feel about guys who don't reciprocate oral sex, I finally confronted him about it. Ooh. Check this. Uh. I told him, I know it's not his thing, um, but it's something I hope we can compromise on. His answer shocked me. He said... Babe, it's not that I don't like oral, but I've got to be honest with you. You have a very strong odor down there compared to other girls I've been with, and it's unpleasant when I try to go down there. I've never gotten this feedback from other guys. I know there are about a million reasons why someone might have serious vagina stank, hormones, infection, working out, etc., but I really don't know what I can do to fix it. Do you have any suggestions on how I can improve my hygiene or uh, make my V smell better? I'm a little embarrassed to be asking, but I'm hoping this problem has an easy solution. What was her last name again? Love you so much. Can't wait to hear your feedback. Love, Melanie, 24, Ann Arbor, Michigan. I listen to the podcast on iTunes. Melanie, poor Melanie, got the worst possible scenario for an answer. Yeah. That's worse but, than, that's way worse than him saying, yeah, that's just, I just don't do right, that. Right, like the guy I broke up with. Right. Uh, it's against my religion. I will never right. go down there. Okay, but. That would be better than you stink. Right. That's why, Melanie, you are very brave and I love that you asked this and that he was honest with you and so there's a lot of reasons um, that this, and this could have to do with like an infection or something else going there. So I say your first stop is to your gynecologist. Mm. A lot of women, like that, you could have like a bacterial infection or something that does not be, you know, cleared up. Right. So I say that's your first stop. I know. Um, I always suggest that before sex, like women, like go to the bathroom, take like a warm cloth and put some, you know, soap wipe down, make sure that you're okay. But a lot of times that won't, that won't do, that won't do it. So I'm assuming you're already doing that. And so all I have to say is, is, is it could be go to the gynecologist. It could be like a lot of women too. Ever like they take vitamins or supplements. Mm Mm-hmm. That could kind of change things down there. The food you're eating. What you're going to say? It's a complicated area. Down there. It is a lot of things come and go, and uh, it's true. It's fixable though. It is. And so, if your gyno goes down, and then he immediately comes back up, and then goes back down after he puts like those that little <laughs> rub stuff that they self. that they used in um, Silence of the Lambs when they were working on the dead bodies. That's a problem. You know, you got a real big problem then. But he's gonna, or he or she's gonna be able to fix you. 
right? right? I don't think a gynecologist has, has ever found a smelly vagina that he couldn't fix or she couldn't fix. Right. A gyno, yeah. I think that's your first stop, sweetie. I think that this, you're 24 years old and also it could be like hormones. Maybe you are on the birth, a birth control that, you know, is, you know, messing up. I don't know what it is, but it, this is what your doctor can help you with. So I just thank you for being brave and I love that the podcast has been helping you with your sex life and I think you guys are, love each other and I, I actually like that this guy was so honest with yeah, that. Yeah, it's good that he was honest. What and if he wasn't? What? You might have an actual issue that could actually, I know it sounds insane, but down the road it could affect your fertility. So right. it's good that you're nipping this in the bud and go get it checked out and hopefully it's something that it's an easy fix. You'll probably be yeah. all back on your feet. Now, worst case scenario though, she gets all, you know, gets gets the okay from the gyno, goes back to him and he still says the same thing. Then you realize it's just an excuse. There is That's a chance a good that point too. He, he could, could go to the gyno. The gyno's like, "You're good to go. You're fine." Yeah, he so, sounds like an honest, nice guy. And they're in Michigan. Those are oh, only good people there. Really, really. Or he could be just a real dick, and he hates the idea of going down on her, and he just wanted to say something that would really scare her off of the whole idea. I'm thinking like a guy over you here. Are a selfish thinking, prick. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're so here. This is why we need penises. He in the could house. be this guy. He could be that guy. Okay, well, we'll soon to find out. Melanie, keep me posted on the vaginal area. Vaginal. I would love to know. Uh, emails with Emily. Hey Emily, I just started listening to your podcast and I love it. I want to ask you about my current situation. I'm 21. You're fucked. Living in Boston, Massachusetts. And I started talking to this guy that I matched with on Bumble. In the beginning, he was really sweet to me and said he couldn't wait to hang out. But two weeks into dating, his dad passed away. He kept being really sweet to me and would talk to me about his dad and say how much he appreciated me talking with him. But once we went on our first date, he told me he doesn't want anything serious because he doesn't want to be tied down. I didn't have any expectations at the time because it was so early, so I decided to keep talking and hanging out with him. But now I have feelings for him, told him I can't do this anymore, and he said he's stuck in a bad place. Haven't talked to him for a few days. Do you think it's bitchy of me to stop talking to him when he's going through his grieving process, or is it smart for me to protect my feelings? Samantha. It's a good one. No, it is a really good one. There's one answer, too. What? Uh, yeah. Bail. Well, well, yeah. Not gonna do him any. F- no, she's. Favors. You're doing the right thing, Samantha. Here's the thing. I, you're. You, I get it. You're being compassionate. You're caring. You're like a lot of women, yeah. men. You, you, you like care. Like I would be the Bad same timing. way. Bad but timing. it is just timing. Relationships are so much about timing, and I think you've been there for him as much as you can right now. Right. But you got to take care of yourself, and you're lucky because he told you. He's not ready to be for a relationship yeah. right now. And obviously, grieving is really, really hard. I, My dad died in college. You know, how old is she? Like, He's not even when 21. When I was 20. Right, when I was 20. She's, and I was in a relationship, and I ended it, and I, I needed to be alone. It's a very hard time. And he's not so, himself right now. He's not even, you don't even know right. who this guy you're is, gonna be really, because you're just seeing some, a different, and you, you're not doing him any favors by hanging around. And also, here I am thinking like the guy again. You got confirmation that this guy actually has a dad? You met him on Bumble. Uh, this might be his line that he gets oh uh, free God, sex. Oh, my God. Could every, be. Could easily be. I could see guys out you there for are, sure. You're just making me like really, really. This Anderson. is how guys work. I could, especially if they're on like a Bumble, right? which is kind of like a hookup. Google app, is right? obituary. What's his last do name? Do a little, do a little digging, see if there is a, even a dead dad. I don't even think like this because well, I'm. A there check. might not be, but there probably is. Okay, but either way, either way, leave either this way, guy to get out. Let me, tell Samantha, you're so sweet for like, but I think yes, it, you got to protect your feelings. He told you what he needs right now, and the sooner you move away from him, the easier it will be for you to date. And all I got to say is, it's only been. It sounds like it's been a few weeks or a few months, and he told you exactly where he's at. So. Grieving is tough, and it's not the best time for him to date. I can tell you firsthand, someone dies it's like when you're that age in college, mm-hmm. and your whole life is horrible. Life the next twenty years, major life changes and <laughs> early in relationships is very odd. And I hate to admit this, but I ended up with a girl for probably about eight years, probably seven and a half years too long, because 
like on our third date, I broke my back and she was there for like the whole horrific, uh, all the things that happened afterwards, taking me to the emergency room. I was in the hospital for 10 days, major surgery. And she was there. And then I could, I had a cane and I could barely walk for like six months. She was there. We weren't good together. We were horribly eight toxic. Eight years you stay with we her? We ended up being together for eight years. And you kept going like year six, I can't stand her, but she carried me to the hospital. If I didn't break, have such a life altering, uh, you know, night on our, like our second or third date, I, I don't think that we would have made it beyond oh six my months God. maybe. Right. Wow, Anderson. I never yeah. knew about that. Really? So, yeah, you got to be careful of these like big, really big uh, life changing moments when you're new and fresh in a relationship. And I think that she's yeah. doing the right thing I for sure. I think you're totally doing the right thing, sweetie. But I, I think that's as you asked and um, time to move on. I'm sure he's got friends to grieve with. And see when his dad died or if he died at all. <laughs> Google it and see if he's lying because every guy apparently is lying. <laughs> um, so thanks for confirming that. Um, now we got to go. Yes. Um, but Anderson, what's in your world? Groupersthemovie.com. That's my main passion right now. That's uh, my entire life and every, all the shows that I do. Everything that I do has been leading up to me making a future know, film. Really, uh, really more than half my life I've been trying to do this and resistance has gotten in the way as uh, art tends to kind of be elusive at times but I'm actually pulling the trigger. I know, I'm really proud of you. And I need the help of listeners. I got a lot of fun like swag and stuff that I'll be selling yeah. uh, and making parts for the uh, crowdfunding that will be probably launched in September. But if you'd like to be kept abreast and uh, what's up on the whole scenario, go Anderson's over to groupers, groupers and give me your email and then I'll, I'll add you to the list. Thank you very much guys for doing that. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. And also we like getting your email too. <laughs> Not to piggyback on you. But we do because it's fun and we send newsletters yeah, yeah. and stuff. M, M gives back as well. But also, uh, I didn't mean to do that. No, no. It's my show. I know, yeah, but still. Yeah, absolutely I'm just that. talking about emails. Oh, like, while we're at it, uh, cinematics. <laughs> I talk about movies every week on cinematics <laughs> yes. and the film vault. But uh, and the cinematics. Uh, and the after podcast. podcast. Okay, I love you. I know you got to go. I didn't mean to cut you off. I do love you. I love you, Madison. Thank you so much for being an amazing producer. Thank you, Lori. Thanks for having me, guys. Jamie. And anything else? I don't know. All right, everyone enjoy the summer. Love you all. Uh, thanks for listening. Was it good for you? Email me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. You know, I never stopped talking about it. And for good reason. For 10 years, I've been on a mission to get lube on every nightstand in the world. Well, I'm so happy to announce that I have a new partner in my quest, Joe. As a company, Joe is committed to making my mission come true. Joe manufactures a wide assortment of amazing lubes and personal care products. But for now, let me share one of my favorites, the Joe Natural Love Collection. It's 100% USDA certified organic specially formulated with pure natural ingredients like chamomile, agave leaf extract, and carrageenan. It provides a smooth, long-lasting glide and is easy to clean. Plus, these lubes are toy-safe and compatible with most materials. The Natural Love Collection includes flavored and unflavored formulas, as well as an organic toy cleaner. The certified organic Natural Love line, along with all the Joe personal care products, is now available on my store. Just go to sexwithemily.com and click on the Shop with Emily or the Joe banner. Trust me, this lube is going to change your sex life.